0: review really really quickly. Uh, two weeks ago, in the first of the year, uh, I, I kind of told you we are going to focus a little bit. I wanted to share with you a little bit about our direction for this year. Sort of some things as uh, our some of our leadership has been praying, just sort of what we feel like are some, some issues and, and things we want to work on and look at this year. So uh, the, the big picture topic there was community. Uh, this is review from a couple weeks ago, and then underneath that are really three aspects of community that we really felt like this is sort of the direction that we're going to take and what we're going to work on this year. The first is loving our community, and you heard a little bit about that this morning. Going out next Saturday, and encourage you to join us for a few hours. Just going to go help a, a single gal who's in need. Her house has is, is got some issues, and we want to help her out with that a little bit. There's other ways we can get out and just love our neighbors and and, and really just extend the love of Jesus to people in our community. I'll share this with you. I've been meeting with a group of pastors here in Tigard the last few months, and it's a really neat group. Uh, the focus is really how can we engage with the with the city council, with the mayor, with the police department, with the school system, and how can we engage with them and help them. And so it's it's focused primarily on serving and loving our community, and we'll share more about that as time goes on. second aspect is building this community. And we realize that as we reach out and and welcome people in, we need to welcome them to something. And so you you heard a little bit from Kevin this morning about small groups. And uh, we really feel like building this community is an important part of what we need to focus on this coming year. So you'll be hearing more about that in a couple weeks. Kevin's going to teach on small groups, and uh, we'll do some other things that are related to that. Small groups are not the... They are a primary way that we build community, but they're not the only way. There are other ways, and we'll talk more about this. But one thing I'm excited about is the community lunches. And I think this is a great opportunity just to hang out after church, go out, and just get to know people that you might not know very well. And maybe you say hello to them here, but that's about it. So you have a little bit longer time. Plus, there's tacos, right? I mean, exactly. You can't go wrong. Who doesn't love a good taco? Um, so, so I think that's exciting too. And then the third thing, and this is really where we're going to start, this is what we started on a couple weeks ago, and we'll continue with today, is learning to be community. And, and the, the truth is this, that uh, it's not always easy to relate to one another, is it? Uh, sometimes uh, we, we bump up against each other a little bit. And uh, what I've figured out, or started to figure out at least after 40 years in this deal, is that In the body of Christ, there really is a different standard for how we relate than what we sometimes see in the world around us. And so we're going to, over the, you know, I don't know, on and off this year, focus on some of those things. And we started a couple weeks ago talking about communication. And I would encourage you, if you weren't here uh, on the first, to uh, listen to the podcast of that message. I think it it was, is it on there? It is. Thank you. So, uh, iTunes podcast Portland Vineyard. You can hear that on there. And I, I thought I thought it was a, a a really timely message for us as a church to really begin to take some steps to learn to communicate with one another. And I'm going to pick up there this morning and continue to talk a, a little bit about just how we relate to one another. Just some relational dynamics. T- the title today is "Look at Your Own Self First. And then underneath the subtitle, specks and planks. So you can probably figure out where we're going to go with that. Uh, but let's pray, and then we'll take a look at our text. Father, thanks again for your word and the opportunity to learn and grow in you. Would you just anoint your word this morning and let it enrich our hearts and enrich our lives and help us, Lord, to really learn to grow as community and to relate to one another in a positive uh, and fruitful way. In your name, amen. All right. so. Matthew chapter 7, first few verses, uh, talks about specks and planks. Jesus says, and this is in the context of the Sermon on the Mount, Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged with the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. And then he says, Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. So uh, what Jesus does here, the first little phrase is a command. Don't judge or you too will be judged. Pretty straightforward. Don't judge. And then he gives a little bit of an explanation of that and how it works. If you're harsh in your judgment of others, however you judge, that's what you'll receive back. There's, a, there's, there's a, a, uh, a give and take to that. There's a sowing and reaping dynamic that takes place as you do that. And then he gives this little illustration. He talks about uh, this speck and the plank. And uh, we'll, we'll get to that in just a second. But first I want to give you a couple of kind of um, just sort of contextual comments. And the first is this that uh, J- Jesus doesn't assume that the Christian community will be perfect. All right? So uh, if you read through the Sermon on the Mount, if you read through uh, you know, some of Jesus' other teaching, and certainly if you read through the letters of Paul, you come to the conclusion that they both had a pretty good idea that there was going to be some problems along the way. I think that uh, Jesus uh, understood something, and that is that, well, people are all people. And the church is made up of people. And sometimes uh, people do people things, right? I think one of the reasons that these passages, and this one in particular, really relates it strikes a chord in almost all of us all the time is because it really is so universal there's just some truth there's truth in that right we do stuff and and we talked about this with communication a couple weeks ago sometimes we do stuff and we realize we did it right as we do it and then we go oh that was bad that was bad Uh, my pastor growing up had a funny way of kind of uh, talking about this he he would say people would go hey john how's your church doing he would say oh man my church is amazing. It's awesome. It's great, but the people are driving me crazy. You know, and that was just kind of his funny way of saying uh, the church really is the people, and the people. Well, sometimes they they do people stuff. And I want to say this. I'm just going to qualifier. There is no perfect church. All right, uh, all churches have relational issues, and we need to grow in those things. We all need to grow in those things. We're all in process. We're all moving forward, hopefully, all the time. Um, all churches are made up of people. There is no perfect church. There's that saying, I don't know if you ever read I, I, It's quoted a lot of different people are giving credit for. It, but, you know, it's, if you if you find the perfect church, don't go because you'll mess it up. And it's really true. Uh, we, we all have stuff in us. Jesus has that understanding, and I, and I have that understanding. I, I really realize there's going to be problems along the way. There's, we're, we are going to bump up against one another. The idea is this. If we commit, and, and, and here's my my heart in this and my focus today, commit to growing together. Commit to taking a look at those things and, and, and trying to move forward in them. I think as we do that, a couple things happen. One, I, I really believe God's glorified by us saying, hey, we want to grow. We want to change. We want to move forward. And two, I, I think we, he breathes on those efforts, and we see, we see it, you know, fruit from that. We, we we grow in our relational dynamics. So how, how does that all happen? It begins here, I think, with some honest self-evaluation. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye, pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? Um, it's kind of funny. It's a funny little thing. I, I think Jesus had a sense of humor, to be honest. He uses hyperbole a lot, you know. And it's funny to think about in one sense. And if you if you Google this, just the, 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 don't put the the reference in. Just speck and plank. You know, a bunch of pictures will draw cartoons of guys with big boards hanging out of their eye. And it's kind of funny to think of somebody walking around with a 2 by 4 sticking out of their eye. But the, the, the funnier or more ironic part of that is trying to help someone else get something out of their eye, which is a fairly delicate procedure, while you have this big board sticking out of your eye, uh, that, that would complicate the issue probably to, to the realm of impossibility. It, it just it just couldn't happen. Kind of crazy. It's a crazy picture. So I want to break down Jesus' teaching here a little bit. I think there's a process involved in this that can be beneficial for us. And the first step in that process really is uh, to focus on some honest self-evaluation. I think the purpose of God in the church today uh, will be served better if, if we each can focus a little bit on our own lives and take some time to reflect and evaluate where might I need to grow are, are there any areas in my life that I could improve upon how am I doing with my own relational skills look um, it's a new year right and it's a good time to do that I don't know I, I don't know if I believe in resolutions or not they don't ever seem to work but but I would say this why not take the opportunity as we enter into a new year to sit down and I encourage you take some time take a few hours, half a day, part of a day, whatever, get somewhere quiet, you, you know, just kind of maybe take your journal or whatever you do, and, and just reflect on your own life for a little bit, and, and just sort of, you know, t- take an inventory of, of your relationships and ask, is is there anything I could do, how, how am I doing, we talked about being being <coughs> slow to speak and quick to listen, how am I doing it listening, do I hear other people, what other ways might I be able to grow in it, take a little bit of an inventory. Um, and then I would encourage you, if you're aware of maybe some things in your life that you could grow in, to, to make some goals and just say, I want, I'm want i going to make a focus of this. I'm going to work on this this next year. If you're not aware, if, if you don't come up with anything, I would encourage you to take a risk and ask the Holy Spirit to, to just speak to your heart and maybe show you some things that you haven't seen about yourself. So it begins with just some self evaluation, some honest reflection. This isn't don't you know, beat, beat ourselves up or tear ourselves down any more than we do anybody else, but just reflect and evaluate, where am I really at? And I want to add something here. I think that this is important to me, and that is that we are all in process and, and, and we're all moving forward, we're all growing. None of us have this all figured out. No, nobody has perfected life yet and relating with one another. And what that means is this, and I think here sometimes this is taken <coughs> a little too far, is that it doesn't mean you can't possibly help somebody else while you're still in process. It doesn't mean, well, I'm not perfect, so I can't help. No, it just means let's really be honest and look at that and grow and be moving forward together and help one another along the way. Okay, So let's start with some self-evaluation and then the second thing is that God's kingdom really does work through relationship, all right? I'll tell you something. We need each other. We really do need each other. Um, I don't know, have you ever had, anybody ever had a speck in their eye? Really? Seriously? Yeah. Y- y- you have. Um, it's It hurts, doesn't it? And, it, and it's a little, it's kind of scary. Ah! You know, And here's the thing, the deal is this, you you can't get it out on your own, because your eye's bugging out, it's watering, and it's running, you can't see anything, and you're all, uh, so you need help, you need help to get that out, you can't do it by yourself, you need help for that, Um, to get help sometimes, you have to let other people know you need help. It requires humility to do that. We don't like that, but it's, we have to say, "Hey, you know what? I'm having a hard time. I need some help. Do you think you could help me with this a little bit? Can you pray for me? Can you? I'm struggling with this issue in my life. Would you be willing to to help me get better at that? It requires humility to be able to do that, but but we 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 really need to do that. We we really need to be willing to understand that. We need each other. We really do need each other. And to do that, that requires trust. Um, If you've ever had a speck in your eye, chances are good that you didn't just ask some random dude at Starbucks to get it out for you. Okay? Well, I would ask you, but you're not a random dude at Starbucks. Um, You're my own personal barista. Um, you know, I'm yelling for my wife, honey, because <laughs> I want I want my wife to help me get that out because I trust her. I trust her not only I trust her, <coughs> but also she has tiny little hands, teeny tiny little hands. So she can get. It. Nobody ever asks me to get specks out of their eye. It's like putting a sausage in your eye. <laughs> take that. Um, but I trust my wife. I, I trust. You're not just going to ask anybody anywhere to help you, uh, you, you need to you need to to ask somebody that trusts you. And so here's the thing. I, I I don't know what the right word for this is. It's not preemptive, but this is something that we cultivate and build in advance, okay? Um here's the deal. I'm gonna put two and two together now. This is why home groups are important. This is why going to community lunch is important. This is why it's important to build Relationship. Here, here's the thing, because that's how trust is built. Trust doesn't happen in a moment. And, and occasionally, trust can be built in a crisis situation, but by and large, it's built over time before the crisis comes. Trust is really built beginning at lunch, because you sit down and talk to somebody, hey, how's it going? What do you do? I do this. How's your kids? What's happening with your family? And slowly, gradually, you build that relationship, you build trust, until when the speck hits... You have somebody that you can trust to count on to ask you to help. Does that make sense? You know, I, I really I I'm gonna I would just say this. Invest. Invest in relationship. Invest in relationship now, so that when when you need help, you have someone to go to. I just, I just think that's how. This should work as we build those relationships. We grow the sphere of people that we trust, and then we can work together through the, through those things. That's what Kevin was talking about this morning, you know, in small group. Because what happens in small group is week after week you open your heart, and nobody. Well, most people don't come in and just bleh, dump everything on the table week one. Some do. But typically, it's it really is like that old illustration of the onion. You know, you come in, you share a little, and you share a little, and you share a little. And over time, you get deeper and deeper, and trust is built. And then, and then you have that, that foundation of relationship that you can really work together on. So here, you know, last step. The goal is to help, not to judge. So re- re- remember... Uh, judging or not judging is the context here do not judge so the 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 idea the the goal is to help your brother or sister get the speck out of their eye not not to question them about how it got there in the first place okay there's a difference You, you you can help someone get a speck out of their eye without judging them for having a speck in their eye does that make sense there's a difference there. You can do that, and I want to take two minutes and just talk about that difference before we wrap up because I think it's important. And here's why I think it's important. Sometimes I think we take this thing of "don't judge." And we go, "Okay, I can't, I can't say anything to anybody ever because you know I'm judging them." Or some people kind of will immediately get their defenses up, and if you try to share anything at all with them, they'll say, "Don't judge me. Don't judge me," and so. There, there is a place where we can speak into one another's lives and help, but it, it, it's different than judging. So the word judge that Jesus uses here, and that's used, it's the same word uh, virtually every time that word shows up in English, is krino, and it means to separate. That's the Greek word, to separate out. So the image or the illustration they give is in Homer of separating the grain from the chaff. But it's in, in, biblically, we would see this with Jesus separating uh, the weed from the wheats The weeds from the wheat or the sheep from the goats. Uh, interesting, those passages, um, who does the separating, right? God always does. We don't do the separating. God does the separating. That's what judgment is. The, the word literally means to separate. And we don't. we want to help one another, not judge one another. We don't want to separate. The goal is what? Not to separate, but to draw closer, to bring together. So here's... I think a a word that can be helpful for us <coughs> we've heard of discernment or discern this is the word Paul uses in Philippians when he said you know you might be able to discern what is best and and pure and blameless on the day of Christ this is it's a totally different word dokamazo and it means to put to the test or to prove so you're you're testing something to see if it's good or bad but really what what this is focused on is more things or behaviors than people so you're you're looking at some, and the, the illustration they give is like with metal so you can tell if, how pure is it? you know gold is it 24 karat gold is it 18 karat gold the 12 karat gold how pure is this what's good what's bad there's a place to be able to look at that and evaluate issues and behaviors in people's lives so here here's the thing in other words it's like this sorry about that if I, if if i've invested in relationships and I've gotten to a place where I've built some trust with people. And and if I have then checked my own heart and I make sure that I'm good, I'm, I'm doing the best I know how to do right now, then it's okay. Then I can come to my brother or my sister and I can say, hey, here's, here's something that I see that I think might be hindering you in your relationships and in your growth of people. And, and I, I, I'd like to, if I can, help you with that. And when you do that, you're not judging. That's not a judgment. That's really discernment. You're really coming. The motivation of your heart is love. You want to help your brother. You're not, you're not trying to separate them out. You're really trying to draw them in closer and help them. And, and there's a difference, and there is a place for that. There's a place for that in our relationships. And, there, and, and, and to grow as community, we have to be able to take the risk of doing that with one another, of really speaking into each other's lives in love without judgment. So I just wanted to, uh, to share this with you guys today and, and give you, uh, you know, a little more to think about and, and, and work with in terms of growing together, uh, learning to be community uh, this year. That's uh, that's what we're going to do. We're, we're going to learn to be community together. And, and um, look, it won't always be easy, but it'll be great. It'll be good, All right? Let's stand it.